Hello, and thank you for listening to this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. My name is Billy Newman. I'm here with Marina Hansen. How are you doing, Marina? I'm doing well, thanks, Billy. Thanks for doing a little podcast with me. So today we had a couple of photos that we're going to talk about, and a couple of photo things that we've been up to for the last week or so, which has been kind of fun. It's finally March now. I think it was March 1st today, and we just saw a couple of flowers blooming outside. What were they called? Crocuses, did you say? What was I it called? think so. I don't really know that type of flower or what kind of flowers they are. And I think that's what I'd heard. In this that's early cool. time of year. Yeah, but they must have bloomed just in the last couple of days. I mean, it seemed like even last weekend, right, when we were up in the north end of the Willamette Valley, there was snow on the ground. There was, yeah. So I, it seems I, like a bad time to bloom. Yeah. But I'm, now it seems kind of nice. Like today, it was a little bit lighter out. It was. It was a little lighter. It was a little bit warmer. I liked that. It was cool. Ugh. What, like? 11 more days till daylight savings time. Yeah. Which is great news. That's that great. makes a big difference. Where, you know, like obviously it feels like the season really swings into place. Then you're like, mm-hmm. hey, whoa, it's already so much brighter. This is great. But then I think really coming up to the equinox or like mm-hmm. into springtime, I think that's going to make a big, or yeah, that's like the big difference. It feels like it's, it's really coming out of winter and you're coming into April and it's kind of uphill for, or downhill from there. It's easier at that point. Yeah. It's going to be nicer weather. So I'm excited for that and some of the stuff that we get to do going outside. Me too. I'm really looking forward to our travel that'll be attached to the better weather. But yeah, we got to set up some travel to do. Well, we got to set up a couple trips and a couple of vacation days to get out. And we got to oh, yeah. do some uh, photo trips to a couple of places. But we should do that even maybe this month. I mean, it's March. I think so. I think, in the next, March. I think in the next week or two, it's going to be pretty good for that yeah historically i guess we have gone out during a time around this time of year like i, I remember I seeing so. photos from i think it was like march 8th or so we did one trip up to the cougar reservoir area right. we did a trip up there yeah that time of year i think in like the end of march one year we did that trip over to the coast oh and, yeah, I remember and we went that. Down. yeah i remember that staying in the camry well right now yeah. oh man but we got a couple cool Little pictures. I had a nice we time did. over there. I think we did we did some fun stuff. But I remember that was a pretty rainy March trip that we did together. But it was pretty fun though. That was fun. <laughs> I remember it being pretty wet though. Oh uh, yeah, it was way it was way too pretty wet rainy. back then. So for today, we're talking about a time where we actually were pretty dry. In November, I think it was 2012, when we were on our trip driving south on 395 we stopped in lone pine california i think it was our first time there maybe now i think we should have stayed there for longer we went to rexburg that town below for two days to stay in a hotel and recoup and then we went back up to lone pine because we thought it was so cool we thought we shouldn't leave that zone yet before we camped there for a while and i'm really glad that we did it it had been unknown to me before that did you know about it as we were driving up to it i had known some of the historical things about it, I guess. Like I knew, but you knew it was there, or I knew about the Sierra Nevadas. I didn't know that there was this spot or the Alabama Hills specifically, and that it was like a destination. I didn't know what it was called. I knew that it was in California, and I knew that it was where some uh, like old TV shows had been shot. Yeah, TV shows and some movies. We saw like a clip from Iron Man. Oh, the beginning yeah. sequence where they, they pretend to be in Afghanistan that was all shot in this zone. It's a pretty arid spot that has uh, some dramatic mountains in the background. Mm-hmm. Now it's made world famous by uh, Mac OS Sierra, 
as we see uh, backgrounds of MacBooks all over the country mm-hmm. turn to the spot that we were camping at back in 2012. It was November. I think it was, it was right up to and then past Thanksgiving Day, which is pretty cool. Uh, which was, yeah, the end of November. So I remember the sun setting like around like 3.30 out there. It was like 3.30, 4 o'clock. It was going behind uh, the big line of mountains over to the western horizon. And uh, it was a really cool spot, though. That, that area is really arid. But we woke up early one morning. We drove the Camry up uh, to a spot and, and kind of looked out uh, over a lot of the Alabama hills, which are kind of like a rocky, what is it? I don't know, is it kind of like a mud it seems like a little like clumps of mud, the, the, the geography or the geology of the rocks of Alabama Hills. You know, uh, yeah, how would you describe it's, that? It's different than rocks. It is. It's not basalt columns that you would see out in Eastern Oregon or like, uh, like uh, what was it? like a caldera, like from volcanic activity, but it's like, it looks like little mud piles that are stacked up. It's kind of an interesting way that those mountains are put together in contrast with that line of the the eastern Sierra Nevadas. Uh, I think you see Mount Whitney in there. I don't know what that other tall peak is, but I think that was one that's often named too. But it's cool. I like that spot a lot. It was cool. It was one of my favorite pictures from that trip. So I had uh, re-edited this after I found a higher quality version of the photo. I think I tried to post it maybe even, I don't know, maybe two months ago or so. And for whatever reason, the, the picture that went out got crunched. It was like what, like just the thumbnail of the picture uh-huh. made it through as the file that was sent out. So it was really grainy and bad. It was too bad. It was one of my favorite pictures too. So I was like, oh, that's <laughs> sick. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, I sent that picture out uh, and it was cool. I also tried to do a promoted piece of it on Facebook. I've been trying that out a little bit where I want to try and see what happens if you put money behind an image that you're working with. And now I finally, um, like I was telling you about earlier, I connected my Instagram account with my Facebook page and that allows you to set advertisements on Instagram now. Oh yeah, you were telling me about that. I think we were talking about it a little bit maybe on the last podcast, trying that out with a couple of things. And you were saying you still don't you still don't see yeah. sponsored posts? I don't get sponsored posts in my Instagram feed still. Wow, yeah, I see every I don't ten. Know why. Must not roll out for Marina. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh yeah, it's every 10 posts now, it seems wow. like, is a, is a piece of sponsored content. So I tried that out, I think, yesterday. I started it uh, when I posted this one, and uh, it was like kind of a, a collection of different different things that would maybe make sense for a photo like this. But it's got some interaction. It's been cool. It seems like it's shown up into in front of a handful of people through the promotion. It's kind of interesting to try and figure out how it works. That seems like a lot of the accounts are maybe not as targeted as they should be. Mm-hmm. Like They seem like kind of strange accounts sometimes. So it's cool. It was a cool uh, thing to try. We're probably going to do it a bunch more, but we should probably fine tune our skills with Facebook marketing over over a little while. Yeah, I think it's cool that you're uh, that you're starting to learn about it, though. Starting to learn about it. Gosh, I'm way behind on it, but it's neat. I really like uh, I like kind of working with uh, some of the marketing tools. I just oh man, I always had such the biggest grudge against paying for a Facebook to do anything. Mm-hmm. And it was a, it's a rough it was a rough pill for me to swallow. So this other photograph is really cool because you posted this one. I'm really glad that you had a bunch of images going up on uh, on your Twitter feed and then on Facebook, I think, too. Yeah. Uh, it was cool getting to see a bunch of those photographs. And I'm really glad you've been putting them up. Uh, this was a cool one. I liked this one. I took this photograph of you while we were hiking. What was it? Was this on the way to the, to the waterfall that we went to? Yeah, this was on the, um, the PPY trail. 
You pronounce it so well. <laughs> I was scared to say it. It's tricky to pronounce. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and yeah, you go through um, this little bamboo forest. and then, A really uh, pretty bamboo forest. Yeah, it was very cool. And then I think it ends at Waimoku Falls. Waimoku Falls. What cool names. Yeah, pretty cool. I really liked that really bamboo forest. We were in. I, and I remember there's a couple other fun photos from there. Maybe that's why I passed over this one. Is It was like this one. The next one of you in the bamboo and the yeah. next one of you in the bamboo. Maybe we used the other three, but I'd almost kind of passed over this one. But this is a really pretty picture. I like this one of you walking up um, sort of a, uh, a little, some steps of a trail that lead out around a corner yeah. in a Hawaiian rainforest. Well, you got a cool backpack on? Pretty cool backpack. So cool, Marina. <laughs> <laughs> I like this photo a lot. This is a film photo that you took, right? Yeah, it was a film photo on the F4. That's like all I was shooting with last year. I didn't have the D three yet, and then, right. and I think the, I think my, I think my D two H had been broken for like a year <laughs> and a half, two years or so. So yeah, I'd been pretty pretty set on doing film only for that time, which was really cool. I like I like how this looks a lot, and I, and I want to try and uh, shoot a good bit more film. But I thought this was really fun, uh, getting a handful of these photos, and I like that uh, you were posting a bunch of the pictures that I had of you, like this other one. Yeah, this other one, like on a little moped. Yeah. Little marina on a moped. That was so fun. Riding around Hawaii. It was a fun time. So let's see. Yeah, I wanted to talk. Let's see. What other photos did you have come out? Did you have any cool ones? I had, yeah, I had uh, another film photo, but it was a film photo that I took. It was a long exposure film photo from uh, one of the waterfalls at the Silver Falls Park. Oh, yeah, the state park. Yeah. I really, I want to go back up there more. I've only been there, well, maybe two times with you. Yeah, I think that this was the second time that we'd gone together. No, that was a while ago. No, yeah, we, so we got to go back. Yeah, we got to go back. In the springtime. We should do yeah, it. Yeah, we should. It was really fun. We went um, during the day. You can't, you can't quite tell. You might be able to tell after I tell you. So this is a long exposure picture, but we went during the day. So I used that big stopper. Oh, um, yeah. The Lee filter. Mm -hmm. And there was actually a little girl in a bright orange swimsuit who was walking around in front of the camera while I was taking the picture. Uh. And you can't tell, though, that she's there. I think down in the corner where it's not even really in the focus of the picture, I think you can oh, kind of yeah. make out like maybe a little bit of a shadow that's a little bit of a warm tone. That's interesting. That's a, like a little... I remember that little girl just little like running, girl who's running, running around through it, yeah. That's a really cool thing, though. It's a nice thing about those long exposures yeah. where people kind of drift around. And I was, I was really glad. Yeah, that worked out. It's a kind of cool shot. I think it's pretty cool. You know, I was looking at a few of the tutorials that people have for their different landscape, or I think primarily Iceland waterfall photos. Oh yeah. You know that like uh, tour of photographers from from wherever in America. Mm -hmm. They all fly into Iceland. They all walk on a pretty tight trail that mm -hmm. just does a little loop around. Some set of waterfalls, everybody takes the picture, everybody takes off to the next zone. Sometimes yeah. it seems like, but I was looking at this, uh, this photo or this like editing session and a lot of landscape editing right now is just deleting people from beaches. Oh, yeah. That's like, yeah, I was looking at this one I where it was, it was interesting. I don't want to do it this way. It was like uh, the photographer was up kind of on a bluff at a beach on the coast that looked nice, you know, just mm -hmm. kind of a pretty little cove of a beach. A lot of people on the beach, right? Kind of scattered with their their blankets and stuff and little little beach barbecue, or not barbecue, but little beach day out stuff. Yeah. And then the photographer had the two people, like a couple in love, 
walk on the beach together holding hands or something like uh, that. Sure. And then he had to delete all of the people <laughs> in the scene, like everywhere. Right? It was like a way too busy beach to have done this thing, I would think. At least coming from beaches where it seems like there is no one. <laughs> it's like, you know, that's like the busiest beach I've seen. It's busier than like what we saw in Hawaii sometimes. And so it was just weird watching him like, oh, you just have to go through and delete like a mile of coastline of people <laughs> that are sort of floating around. And it seems like you'd have to replace almost most of the image, but that strips away all this other extraneous stuff of people, so that it kind of focuses in on the the yeah, the, the two couple. the two people m- moving around. But it was a weird way. It's like ah, what a strange way to put together landscapes. Yeah, I guess if I guess if it has to be at that location and that and or that's the only location where you can get that kind of shot, like if that's the only beach you can get to that has a pretty scene. And you have to go, and there are just going to be a ton of people no matter what. Then I guess I get it. But that seems like so much work. It's for. It seems like retouching is big. Or that's just where. Yeah. I guess that's what you you get a team of people to work for you for. You're a pro (laughs) photographer. Maybe maybe so, yeah. Retouch all these little people walking around. People people are into that, that. They do a lot of retouching, a lot of digital art stuff on top of their photos. I think that's a layer of of that fine art photography that we see sometimes and it says, this doesn't look right. right. Yeah. It doesn't look like, like I take photos and these don't look like photos. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Looks, like you can, you can feel almost that there's something artificial. Yeah. I don't, it's, I don't know what good. they're doing or what they're using, yeah. but yeah, I, like I take photos, I've seen photos and I don't know what they're doing to get that, but it doesn't seem to be what cameras do mm. a lot of the time. I swear. It seems like, <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think it's true. I think you can I think you can tell with photos. Sometimes the ones yeah. that are the ones that seem to have had a lot done to them, at least. Yeah, I think sometimes, yeah. Well yeah, and definitely maybe in this case where you're you're replacing eighty percent of the texture of the beach mm-hmm. on the sand on the sand, <laughs> you know, and uh replacing little little people in hoodies yeah. to just a uh, nice solitude on a beach. But it's kind of strange how much digital manipulation is done on uh, on some of those things. It's been it's been a conversation for what like thirty years now or something like that. I think it was the early '80s. That's when the first time I think there was a National Geographic upset when there was some digital manipulation used to move the pyramids a little closer together so that they'd fit on the vertical frame of oh, the magazine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, and. It, I, I don't even know really what happened. I didn't see the original or, or after. Mm-hmm. I thought you could kind of do the same thing with compression of the lens. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know why. It wouldn't have just been shot differently. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really sure what. Because you could shoot it to fit what that layout would be. But it, it was just like an older photo or a photo that wasn't planned for that. I don't really know. There could have been, I mean, it was like 83 or something. Maybe mm-hmm. there wasn't the thinking that they could back up further. And like what we're talking about, digitally replace the, the foreground <laughs> or something. I'm not oh, sure. sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what the thinking was, but I remember that was an issue. I had not really ever read much about it, but in college in some sort of goofy way by it's someone who doesn't know a thing about it uh, told told us that. <laughs> you know, one, one of those like art history moments where they, they say blah, 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 blah about digital photography in the past. There yeah. used to be a thing that was printed in the early 80s that said, like, this photo has been digitally manipulated and had to be printed ah, on the back. Weird. So that it couldn't be trusted as photographic evidence because mm-hmm. it would be too convincing. 
<laughs> There's a photo of it. Oh, it says no, this, photo, this photo has been manipulated, huh? And yeah, it's just <laughs> apparently with anything. I don't, but it's, it's weird how much that's, that's changed over time. Or like the old, the old ones, we see this rule just kind of come and gone now where uh, there's a lot of the uh, like live event posters that we walked by at this, uh, or there's like a, I think the country fair that we've been going to for years, they yeah. have all their old posters out for the years past for the last 30 oh, years. Oh, right, yeah. Many of them from the 90s in big print across the top said, no photography or video. That's right. And a lot like, of them up until uh, really not that long ago. Right, yeah. Was. And then it's just like, whoop, screw you. Nope. <laughs> yeah, every single person has an HD camera on them. And they're gonna <laughs> yeah. record and do with it what they want. But yeah, it's very strange how, how fast that, that kind of idea, that, that sort of norm has changed. That is interesting. It'd be tough. If I were a professional like now with something and then all of a sudden that just became like, oh no, everyone in society doesn't doesn't agree with that anymore. Mm-hmm. And we're not gonna do it that way. It'd be so strange. We're okay. probably gonna live through a lot of those. But it seems like we probably age with those times. I mean, yeah. I guess way back. I accepted it just fine because I didn't really have a bunch of cameras to bring in. <laughs> I wasn't too worried about it, but there's still like little things. I remember I went to a concert one time with a camera that I had and they were just, I wasn't really planning on using it. They they said you could bring in cameras, but I, they oh. couldn't, I couldn't bring in my camera because the lens, the lens came off. Lens. Yeah. Yeah. I think that um, there was some, some musical festival thing that we went to a few years ago and there was a girl who had a, like a film camera that she brought and they didn't let her take it in because the lens came off. There you go. Yep. Too she had to walk back. She had to walk back like a half mile. <laughs> oh, that's so goofy. Yeah. It's just like, it's what a silly, it's just an arbitrary rule mm-hmm. to select like professional from amateur. Yeah. But, I think that's what it is. Cause I think that there's like an event photographer that they have there. Yeah. It is it is and goofy though. There's there's been other times where it's worked in opposite where people where pro photographers have showed up at locations with mirrorless cameras mm-hmm. and all their equipment, even though it's a lens that comes off, but they said that they couldn't offer the professional photography services to that person because they weren't they didn't have pro equipment. Oh, or they weren't they weren't yeah. a photographer because they didn't have a DSLR. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, yeah, I think that I think there was a there was some feature at a national park where you could get a guide. If you were a photographer, you oh. could like register with a guide to get you to a spot to do a photography assignment. It was kind of a right. thing that is set up. Yeah, it's hard to get. It's not really like just you call you know we call up and say, give us that. But it's it's like kind of an expensive thing. I guess you buy or get from a service if you're a photographer chartered to do a project at a thing mm-hmm. and they said oh no we can't give you that because you have a mirrorless camera body yeah silly idea it is silly i think that i think that i had heard about that too yeah there's a little goofy things like that that'll be probably some type of growing pain over the next 10 or 15 <laughs> years uh, which is silly it should it should have been wiped out pretty quickly it seems like it has i mean a lot of the assumptions that we had back in 2005 have definitely come to fruition now where you know we see like internet and media stuff is not a fad kind mm-hmm. of thing or like that this is sort of the way things are going i remember even in college when i was doing new media communications and people would look at me like but what is that <laughs> or like what does that mean it's like well it's like everything like everything that facebook is engineered around and or you know every kind of piece 
that it seems like is that you know 21st century communication yeah. is what it is and they'd be like so is that important or <laughs> maybe yeah i think it's or like it's gonna Do be something use that <laughs> so it's funny to see how much it's shifting faster and faster into the direction of like oh yeah so that is like that yeah, is so that is what's going to work yeah. everyone's going to use this at least for some amount of time and then you know maybe something else but it seems like it'll be an innovation on top of it like we stop buying cable tv we probably would even still to this day if we didn't have an alternative that replaced it or that gave us something that was a better option like mm -hmm. a high like a high-speed network that had a lot of media on it that we could access anytime however we want to yeah so that replaces the cable idea so i don't know if we just get out of social media at this point like for a while i thought maybe social or at least like a handful of sites people would kind of start to resist social media mm -hmm. as it wasn't like start to leave or get off it or like maybe the next generation wouldn't be as into it or they'd be into more privacy and they've kind of shown that a little bit with messaging but it seems like it'll be something else that replaces how we use social media right now versus that people just kind of dwindle off of it yeah i think so i don't think i don't think people are going to want to stop being as connected as we yeah. want to be now and as for as internationally ingrained as these things are it's bigger mm -hmm. than like abc which is a sure, national network yeah. but facebook is like everywhere yeah like a billion people it's like in all sorts of different parts of the world so that's a really interesting thing where maybe it could die out here but it would be everywhere else and they would have to come back here sooner mm -hmm. or later you know the product it would still like live on as a company kind of weird to think about but thanks for talking about all these photo things with me thanks for having me on your show bit thanks for talking about little film photos we used to take what was it like a year ago maybe two years ago for these photos yeah a year ago i just took a couple of film photos tonight i brought that for on that little walk that we did oh yeah we took a couple of pictures did. i gotta take some little flower pictures too now that we got a couple oh, little yeah, blooms going. there's some out i think that's pretty cool gotta do some little springtime stuff marina yeah it's I was march just, i was just looking through uh some other film photos that i took around that same time as the that waterfall picture that I posted, and there's one from campus with a bunch of fresh little purple and pink flowers. Ah, uh, that's cool. Gotta take some new ones. Yeah. They're out. Uh, yeah, I think I remember it. a lot of my favorite photos seem to come around yeah, the end next of March and April. Yeah, So I'm hoping that we get some cool stuff to shoot. I think it'll be cool. We gotta make some cool opportunities. We gotta get out to somewhere different. Yeah, definitely. Do something we that should, seems like we're we interested. Figure out our March. Uh, we really should. I'd like to. I'd like to think about that a bit. So thanks, Rena. Thanks for hanging out, talk with me about some photo stuff, some little things that we're putting up online. It's cool. Thanks so much for having me on your show, Billy. I appreciate you doing these little podcast records with me, hanging out in the studio. Uh, it's fun. <laughs> Sitting at end to end at our desk, hanging out and talk is fun. Thanks for having cool microphones. Ah, uh, it's so fun. We seem so official. It Feels looks official. official. I don't know how it sounds, but it looks. <laughs> it looks official, which is pretty cool. <laughs> So thanks a lot, Marina. So on behalf of Marina Hanson, my name is Billy Newman, and thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast.